Show number 47 of Look at His Butt, LT and JK Talk Trek. (laughs) We're now entering a world... We're entering. What kind of world is it? We're actually entering the Shatner Zone. <laughs> My favorite. Your favorite place. This is show number forty-seven of the <sighs> Shatner Zone. You should have called this the Shatner Zone. No, no. You know? Look at his butt. Is so much. It says so much more than just the Shatner Zone. Zone. That's true. But this is going to be a special episode of Look at His Butt called the Shatner Zone. Now, okay. I'm cool with that. Um, but they're all special. But, but they're okay. all special. So um, in, in this installment of Look at His Butt, um, we have some more interesting things that people have sent us and done. And then we're going to have um, video time in the second part of the episode. Yay! Yay. We're not going to tell you what it is yet, so you just have to listen. So the very first thing on our list was something that um, was done by our good friend David Arroyo, who has made several really funny clips for us. He made us the look at his butt in Spanish thing with the musicians. Which we love. In fact, I might have to play that. I think you should, because I adore it. I love the music there. And um, he has his own uh, podcast called Comic Makers, which is about the comic that that, um, he likes comics, and he's also done a comic on his own, which is very funny. And in his live journal, um, he spent 4th of July watching The Twilight Zone on the Sci-Fi Channel. I think they showed a marathon of it all was. of the episodes. I saw, um, I saw one episode. So he, he talks about how much he loves it and everything. And uh, he did, sort of for us, um, some really, really good screen caps of one of the episodes that Bill was in, not the one with him on the plane, not Terror at 20,000 Feet, but the other one, which I don't even remember what it's called. It's called Nick of Time. Nick of Time. Um, and the story is, uh, I will, I'll read what he says. My favorite one is one where Shatner is engaged to a girl and they go to a small town where they eat at a diner. It turns out that there's a machine that tells the future, which tells them not to cross the town square at noon or else they will die. So they don't. Turns out there's an accident that they would have died in if they had heated, if they hadn't heated the machine, they would have died. So they go back and try the machine, asking it all sorts of questions, but they keep getting wait and see. It is classic Shatner acting when he's flipping out about what to do. At the end, his girl convinces him that living always involves risk. Risk is it's our, our business. business. But that's what makes life worth living. So then there are some great screen caps of Bill, and oh my God, he looks so good. Oh, look at that. First of all, I have to say, I prefer this episode to Terror at Mm 20,000 Feet. Better acting. Better acting, and to me, I I like the the resolution of the story that somebody actually does escape Mm -hmm. from this this terror of the Twilight Zone, you know, that sort of thing. And I remember especially the scene where another couple comes in who's been in that town for several days and asks the machine, will we leave today? And it says, wait and see, or not today, or something. And they realize that's going to be them. Yep. It's, it's a great it's episode. Great. I don't know who wrote it, but it's wonderful. And Bill is so good in it. Oh, oh. Um, so you really have to go look at these screen caps. There's one of Bill's butt, which he says is dedicated to, to me, because I'm a Shatner ass freak. <laughs> which is true, and Bill's butt does look awfully good in that picture. I want some screen caps dedicated to me. Um, well, I, think I want EVE screen caps dedicated <laughs> to me. I'll see your ass and up you in EVE. <laughs> Raise you in EVE. 
Um, he says, uh, David says, you know, I'm as straight as they come, but even I want to jump this man's bones. It right looks, on. It looks like he's going to make out with that damn machine. Talk about safe sex. <laughs> as Bill is clutching, clutching the machine. And it's a little devil bobblehead. And Remember, it's a bobblehead? It's a bobblehead. And Bill is staring at it so intently with his intense stare. And then there's another shot of him with sort of a weird roguish look on his face. And David says... And his hair messy. And his hair is messy. And it says, right after this shot, Shatner screwed the lead actress all the way down to the script, girl. And <laughs> no, you know that happened. Bill, of course. You know that happened. That, yeah, it usually takes him about three days of the shoot to get through yeah. everybody. And then there's just one screen cap in here, which totally plays to my own personal obsession with Bill, which is that his arm looks so good. That muscle. Oh he ha- he had just been pumping up of when course, they shot that because it's it's incredible. He's he's his arm is up and his bicep is flexed and you can see all the muscles, the definition in his triceps. His his hand is even tensed. Everything. So you can see all the the tendons in the back of his hand and everything. Plus, oh my God. David. Oh, big big kudos to you. You caught him in just gorgeous, perfect profile. Oh. In addition, get the arm right. You got the face right. It's amazing. You are a screen cap artiste. He is such he is such an ultra super hunk, full of charm and hotness. Oh, oh unbelievable. I just. Who else is like this? I mean, nobody. 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 How wonderful. So I'll put the link up, and uh, you should all go and have a look, because it is it is truly worth spending a few minutes gazing. Or several hours. Gazing <laughs> at these photographs. <sighs> <sighs> Time for a cigarette. Yeah. So speaking of gifts for Lena. <gasps> yes. That was um, from David, kind of an impromptu. And the other thing we're going to um, share with you now was planned, but about four months late. <laughs> Never too late. You know, you're the same age for a whole year, so yeah. it shouldn't really matter. And so I I have these wonderful, wonderful gifts. I didn't bring the, the other one home because it's at work where it should be. Um, so what, what office would be complete without what, it? I, I have to have more and more Star Trek crap around my desk because that's the way it is. That's my little force field to protect me. <laughs> Good. With all that stuff. Um, what I got from JK, so wonderful. First of all, um, I got a t-shirt that has a great uh, sort of cartoony drawing of Kirk on it in, in the Star Trek um, symbol, the, the flying wedge thing here. And it says, Intergalactic Stud. Absolutely. Which is just, you know, how else could you describe him? And, and uh, that's for when your Kirk Swinger t-shirt is in the wash. Yeah. You can wear this. I'll wear this. It's really nice. So this was great. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> and um, the other thing that I have here in my lap is, um, this is still mint in plastic. I haven't opened it yet. Star Trek Original Series Phaser Type 2 water emitter. Ooh, Ooh, what what could that do? I don't know, but it says right on the front, set to fun. Oh, I can feel the fun radiating off it. This handheld phaser type 2 was the Starfleet officer's weapon of choice in the 23rd century. At the company picnic. <laughs> this version of the classic pistol, though, is only set to fun. Actuator trigger, it says right here, and then on the top there is a fill cap. So what it really is, folks... Is it is a Star Trek water pistol? Yeah, it's a squirt gun. Yep. <laughs> 
but it looks great. It really looks like a phaser. Set to drench. It looks really, really good. So I'm kind of impressed by this. I mean, they obviously, you know, did a lot of work on the design. It really looks like a phaser with the little phaser kind of snapped Mm -hmm. into the top of it and everything. So this is extremely cool. And I'm just debating whether or not to take it out of the plastic and fill it up with water and start squirting. You have to. You have to. I think so. It's a toy. I will. You know, toys are unhappy if they're not played with. Yeah, they go to the island of misfit toys. No, something happens to them like did in the Toy Story movie. Oh, okay. Warning, not intended for children under five years of age. Oh, okay. I guess I can play with it. Then. I guess you you qualify. And then the last thing, the last wonderful gift that I got is a great magnet, which is by my desk at work. Um, which has And a- wait, I have to stop you. Okay. In addition to being a magnet... It is a piece of crap, it TM. Is. It's a piece of crap. It's um, a still that looks like they pr- reproduced it from an actual 35-millimeter clip from from the episode of um, Who Mourns for Adonis. And it's when Adonis is really big. Apollo. He's, Apollo, I'm sorry. He's really, really, really big. Um, and everybody and else is kind of standing there. standing there looking up his skirt. Looking up his skirt, looking at the blue backdrop where he's supposed to be. Um, and it's great. I love it. So and I'm, listeners, it was on sale. So cheap that I had to get one for myself. <laughs> 49 cents. Amazing. I thought that was great. I should have bought out the whole stock. Yeah. And just waited for them to go up just in price. Gave them to people. Yeah. yeah like for Halloween. Yeah. Like candy. Here, have Here. a Star Trek magnet. <laughs> you can't eat it, but it's a collector's item. <laughs> Don't eat those collector's Don't eat items. Them. Don't eat it. So that was fun. That was And great. I had so much fun ordering that stuff and the reason it was so late was I just couldn't ever find really the, the right right thing for the woman who has almost all the Star Trek crap you could ever have well thank you so much they're wonderful gifts and I love them all and um, I, I just I think they're great good yay so do you think Bill will have a water pistol when he goes to <gasps> Tuscany wow I don't know he might or he might have a crappy magnet <laughs> Okay, I got to tell you, I was driving home from somewhere, and I have my radio on, and I have the country music station on, because that's mostly what I like to listen to. Oh, it was Sunday. God, what was I doing on Sunday? Probably driving home from the gym. Anyway, they were doing the country music countdown, Mm -hmm. and they're talking to Brad Paisley who, as we know, is a friend of Bill's. Mm -hmm. Bill appeared in Brad's video of the song Celebrity, Mm -hmm. and Brad wrote the song I'm Real and performs Mm -hmm. it with Bill on the Has Been album. And they were asking Brad, what are you going to do this summer? And he said, my wife and I have rented a house in Tuscany for a week, and we're going with Scott Hamilton and his wife and William Shatner and his wife. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God. You know, I'm just like freaking out when my worlds are colliding because they're talking about William Shatner on the country radio station. And so I get home, you know, and I'm sending out an email, turn on your radio right now and and listen to this. Um, So it turns out that Brad and his wife met Scott Hamilton through Bill. And we know Scott is a friend of Bill's. We saw Mm -hmm. him at the horse show and at the the party that night. And uh, now they're all really good friends. And so Scott and Brad were planning this vacation mm-hmm. together because mm-hmm. it's a big villa. And they said, oh, well, we need, you know, another couple. And they both went, Bill! <laughs> so they're all going to Tuscany. And really, who would you want to be on vacation with but Bill? Because it's going to be action-packed. It's going to be weird. Strange things are going to happen because 
You're with, with Bill. Bill. Everything will happen when you're with Bill. Everything. <laughs> Everything that could happen will happen. And Brad Paisley said the people who own the villa know that famous people are coming to stay there, but they don't know who it is. And he goes, and, you know, in Italy, I, I'm sure I'm nobody, but certainly they know about Star Trek and they know about figure skating. So <laughs> so they'll all be, like, all over Bill and Scott and Brad and his wife could just kick back and, you know, drink or whatever. But um, maybe that's what we'll have to ask him about when we see him at the con in Sacramento. Oh, is how, uh, was his, how was Tuscany? How was, and what things happened to you in Tuscany? Yes. Wow. That's so cool. Bill knows everyone, and everyone is friends with Bill. They all know him, and they love him. Now, I want to know how he met Scott Hamilton. How did, how did they get together? Hmm. I'm thinking, thinking maybe some, yeah. some mutual charity thing I was brought say, them together. Maybe, maybe through a charity or maybe through someone else who, you know, they have in common as a mutual friend. That's right. Could be. Who could that be? Bill knows everyone. It could Dorothy be, Hamill? It could be anyone. It could, you know? It could be anyone in the universe. It could be Henry Rollins. I mean, yeah. Henry Rollins, Scott Hamilton. <laughs> so anyway, happy vacation, Bill, when you go to Tuscany. Yes. That will be great. So, um, Bill shills, but he doesn't know he's shilling. <laughs> it's for a product that, I don't know, I think there's a big audience for it. <laughs> Want to talk about it? Are we going to talk about that one? No, no, we're talking about... Oh, that oh, one. Oh, that one. Well, this was, now, you found this. I actually, well, sort of found it. It was posted at the Shatner oh, BBS okay. by this wonderful person named Doc who keeps up a very long thread. It's called like the Shatner Files. Whenever there is mm-hmm. Bill news and people post it to the board or send it to him or he finds it, he puts it in this one file. So it's a great, great thread to keep uh-huh. watching. And so he posted this and I howled. It's so funny. So this came from a site called Ducked Up. And um, the guy who does it is Simon the Duck. And among other things he does at his site are, are very funny photo manipulations and fake advertisements. So this is a fake advertisement for... The amazing intergalactic J.T. Shripper. Shripper is spelled S-H-R-I-P-P-E-R-T-M. <laughs> and the uh, copy reads like this, and um, it's done with Shatnerian inflection because there is random punctuation. You can be hot as easily and efficiently as James Tiberius Kirk by ripping your shirt for the one-time discount price of... Nine ninety nine, and there's a picture, the great picture of Kirk in shore leave with his shirt all rippity rippity, bent over, hands on knees, and it is the picture that you based my Kirk dolls out. That's on. right, and there he is waiting to get it on with his fuck buddy fitting in. It and says, there are two hot chicks there. One is Lucy Liu, uh, right? And, and I, don't, I don't know who the other I is. I don't know. Um, it says the shripper works by loosening molecular bonds in clothing for quick tearing action, bringing instant sex appeal. Call now for one today at, and the number is one eight hundred Hot Kirk. Full money back guarantee, no hassle. In the words of James T, no blah blah blah. <laughs> And then there's a little comparison. So next to the picture of, of Happy Rippity Shirt Kirk, it says, This James T. gets all the hot alien chicks. Absolutely. And then there's another little inset picture of Kirk looking sort of sad and serious. And it says, This James T. ended up lonely and ugly <clears throat> on a senior citizen's designated planet. 
don't be like him. Okay, he couldn't ever no, end no, up no, lonely no. and ugly, but the shripper, the, the JT shripper. shripper. It's brilliant. We love the shripper. Oh, never mind. I was going to say something I'll save for when we're off the air. Oh, okay. <laughs> so if you want to see what the shripper looks like, we put it up at the blog, um, and it's it'll be uh, for the July 7th entry, so you can go take a look at the shripper. And there are um, some other fun photo manips at that yes, site. Yes. And um, there's like two under Star Trek. There's this and another one. But scroll down, and under the Got Milk ones, there's a Star Trek Got Milk. Oh, good. And there's also one that totally cracked me up called Oprah in Middle oh, Earth. I saw that. That was good. It just, oh, very, very funny. So hooray for the shripper. And finally. Finally, speaking of other fun things that you can buy. How did we find this? How do we know about this? I found it on, um, oh, it, it came from Libida. I believe Libida um, is uh, an online store. Oh, okay. And this was featured in their new newsletter. And All I thought, right. Hey, this is the iBuzz. Remember the iBuzz? And, and Lena got it. It's mm-hmm. the one you plug into your computer, and it had all those little attachments that I was foolishly putting on my fingertips. <laughs> but this iPod, this is different, is the sexiest iPod accessory available. So this is for your iPod. Mm-hmm. Hook the controller to your jeans, connect your iPod or any other variety of MP3 player, and place the bullet wherever you like. The bullet will vibrate in rhythm with your music. The intensity increases with the volume of mm-hmm. your music. Or can be increased via the controller. If you feel like enjoying some quiet time, it can be operated solo as well. The iBuzz also comes with two silicone rubber attachments. One for for clitoral or penetrative, if that's how I say it, penetrative stimulation. The other for use as a vibrating cock ring. Includes power pack, Y splitter. Does that mean you can share it? (laughs) I think that means... um it can either go in, it goes into your iPod and it goes into the controller at the oh, same okay. time. Uh, bullet vibe, two silicone rubber attachments, takes two AA batteries, not included. Size, two inches long, the insertable portion. It's made of hard plastic silicone attachments, vibration setting, seven variable patterns. And the attachments are cock ring and sleeve. So. And a bargain at only $55. That's right. Now let's see if there are any comments. There are pictures, so we'll definitely be yeah. sending you guys pictures. Uh, it says, not all products are available in all retail locations. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Toys in Babeland had retail locations. There are no customer reviews. Because I think this thing is new. Okay. I think it's really new. But I don't think this is Australian. No, no. Um, I think this would be something that one could purchase. Um, what I'm intrigued by is this little thing that says, can't decide, <laughs> and there's a button that says, advice. I think maybe that's like for live chat help or something. Let's see what it is. Okay. It's probably going to say live. Maybe that little available. devil from Twilight Zone pops up. Oh, Uh-oh. it's shopping toy advice. Oh. Okay. I thought it was going to be live help. Yeah, well, it wasn't. <laughs> They're all busy playing with their eye buzzes. I think that sounds pretty, pretty darn cool. You can yeah. email it to a friend. I'm assuming the announcement, not <laughs> the actual <laughs> eye buzz. But um, now, interesting, wouldn't the ultimate sex toy, though, be this but with all those attachments you had you would think and all the fun um bzz, 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 yeah. bzz, bzz, you know those things which were great uh, the only fault i find with this is that it does run on double a batteries um and the the thing i really liked about the one that i got is that it runs off the usb on the computer so it never runs out of juice right but I don't know. The whole portability of this and, you know, like we've talked about having the controls, yeah. you know, right there in easy mm-hmm. access. I think it's a great thing. I think so, too. It's great. 
Yeah. Well, maybe at Christmas time. <laughs> we'll have to get it at Christmas. Start saving now. Yeah. So I think that wraps this segment. Okay. And uh, we are going to make ourselves some popcorn. Yes. And watch some video. Yes, and then we'll be back to tell you about the video that we watched. Okay. While we were eating our popcorn. That's right. <laughs> Space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission to explore strange new worlds. To seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no man has gone before. The only thing we like better than William Shatner's butt is hearing from our listeners. Comments at lookathisbutt.blogspot.com. Email to lookathisbutt at gmail.com. This entire podcast recorded on an Apple PowerBook with GarageBand. This is TSFPN.com, the sci-fi podcast network. you found the best podcasts in the universe. A comer. Y ahora, mírale el culito con las chicas sexy. L.T. y la gatita de la jungla. Well, <laughs> that was something. Now, um, we're reviewing the same movie again. <laughs> because now we saw it all. The whole thing. On DVD. On DVD. Even. All of Impulse. A movie I'm sure Bill has no memory of, because if he did, he went to a hypnotist or something and had it erased. He had it erased. The only thing he would ever remember about this movie is that there were a lot of women on it. I'm sure he did all of them. Yes. Every single one of them, including that belly dancer right at the beginning. This was just amazing. Um... Those of you who've been with us since pretty much the beginning will remember that we reviewed Impulse once mm-hmm. before, but we had missed about the first 20 minutes or so, and so now we've gotten to see the whole thing and on DVD, so we can do much better quality screen capping yes. and sound capping and mm-hmm. everything else, but it starts out with um, World War Two <laughs> in black and white. Sort of, yeah. As, yeah. as World War Two was, and... Uh, some guy with really phony-looking tattoos mm-hmm. is going to bang Little Matt's mother. Mm-hmm. And Little Matt gets out of bed, and the, the words he's saying are amazing because his mouth doesn't move. It, it, he's a ventriloquist. Mm-hmm. He's clearly throwing it's his a voice. a gifted child. Yeah. And uh, it gets really, really sick and perverted in, like, the first three minutes because he, the kid's saying, stop hurting my mother. And the guy goes, I'll show you how it's done. And it's like he's going to rape the mother in front of the kid. Yeah. So the kid picks up the handy sword that he has laying around mm-hmm. it and kills the guy. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like, you know, at the very beginning when this guy is drunkenly weaving around the room and he picks up this sword. <laughs> and I was just thinking, you know, if you show a sword like that in the first couple of minutes, it's going to go off by the third act. That's right. And it did, so that was okay. But it, it actually went off quite early, and what did go off in the third act was a fish tank. 
<laughs> because a lot of people died in interesting and unusual ways in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so next we see grown-up Matt in his grown-up leisure suit right. at some sleazy club where a belly dancer is dancing just for him, although there are people all around. And she's draping her scarf yeah, around and him. shaking and her tits right in his face. Yeah, and he's smoking a cigarette and having a good time. Mm-hmm. And then we see him in the car with the belly dancer, and they kiss. That was a good kiss. Because you can see tongue. tongue. You, you can, can actually see his tongue going into her mouth. Oh. <laughs> oh. We had to actually rewind that and watch that again. Well, geez, can you blame us? So that was cool. Yeah. That was really cool. We were happy to see that. And, you know, I'm trying to remember exactly where your taped version began. And it was pretty much with that trip to the amusement park. No, no. That my taped version began in the dinner party. Okay. Where um, he was first meeting Anne. Okay. Yeah. All right. I couldn't remember. Yeah. That's where it all. Yeah. So, um, what else came before that? We saw him... Um, he, we saw him kill the the woman he was supposedly oh, with right, when right. he was banging the belly dancer, and she was going to break up with him, and she's rich. And so he killed her and pushed her car into the river. Mm-hmm. So we see him commit two murders in the first, what, ten minutes yeah. of the movie? And we find out shortly thereafter that I think he killed his mother as well, right? It, yeah, kind of sounded kinda like Kind of like it. that. Yeah. So that happened. And then he, he runs over a dog. No. Yeah. When he went. No. Yeah. But before that, he goes to the motel and bangs Marcy. Right. Yes. His wife Marcy's in this playing hotel clerk. Mm-hmm. And it is really funny. He checks in and he turns to, to walk out. And she's totally watching his ass. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the, the the phone or something is going off. It's going rah, 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 and he says, "Your thing's buzzing." Or uh-huh. what does he say? Your your phone's buzzing or something's buzzing. And she goes, "Your buzzer's going off." Your buzzer's going off. And she goes, "It sure is." <laughs> or you bet it is. Next scene we see she's letting herself into his room. Mm-hmm. The door isn't locked, right. and she doesn't bother lock it after herself. Mm-hmm. And he's laying on the bed naked with just a sheet across the interesting bits. And she hops on. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. I noticed that there were a couple, like, empty cans of beer or something on the nightstand. He was wearing his watch despite the fact that he was naked. And I was really sort of disappointed that although he was draped only in a sheet or something very thin, there was no EVE. There should have been a big one. Oh, yeah, it should have been a tent pole. It should have been a tent pole. I agree. I agree. And she's, she's like a total slut. She comes in, I hope I didn't keep you waiting. And he unzips her dress mm-hmm. and says, well, let's see if it was wa- worth waiting for. And mm-hmm. then we cut to that stupid little Tina. Who apparently talks to strange men in cars and gets in cars with them. Just for no reason. For no reason, just because she feels like it. And we're also not sure how old she was, but we decided it was somewhere between 8 and 40. Yeah, she was creepy. Definitely <laughs> creepy. And uh, that's when they run over the the dog. dog. So they run over a dog and then um, he runs into um, Ruth Roman playing Julia. Her name is Julia. But isn't um, before he he meets Julia, isn't that where Tina gets out of the car and says this? Oh, that's right. (laughs) As she finally as they're driving along and uh, she needs to get out, she she turns to him and she says, this is where I get off. 
She's like tough as nails. She's like Barbara Stanwyck. Stanwyck in a in a pinafore. She is, and of course, the place where she gets off happens to be the cemetery <gasps> where her dad is buried, and she goes to talk to him a little too fre- more frequently than would be good yeah. for anybody, really. Yeah. But she's very sad because remember later we saw that she was so sad she had projectile tears. That was amazing. <laughs> I didn't see how they got from her eye all the way, like two feet away to where yeah. that book was on the headstone. Yeah. It was quite amazing. Um, so Bill meets Ruth Roman and gets invited on the spur of the moment. I mean, she doesn't know who the hell this guy is. But she just picks him up. Yeah, yeah. And uh, comes to her house for dinner. And then he gets to meet um, Tina's mom, who uh, has really strangely... She has weird hair. And it's bad clothes. Weird hair that dyed like blue-black. Like <laughs> like Priscilla Presley hair is pretty much what she has. I was just going to say like that blue-black that they used on Lois Lane in comic books. Yeah, pretty much. It was, yeah. it was weird like Yeah, that. but you're right with the Priscilla Presley thing. And really, really ugly clothes. Oh. Really. And they live in a house that looks remarkably like mine. I know. That was really <laughs> strange when we picked up that it had the same floor plan. And especially when... We're watching a scene that's shot from the point of view of where we're sitting. We're actually sitting and in so the I'm house. And so I'm looking at the TV, and then I'm looking <laughs> up to see, oh, my God, it's like, oh, it's like I'm there. I know. <laughs> but then when they showed the exterior, we realized the garage was on the other side. Mm-hmm. So this is the, that was the mirror universe mm-hmm. of your house. That's right, and I'm really glad. And it further proves that that movie was not, in fact, shot in this house. So but you know good. What? What? It was shot on the East Coast. Oh, that's right. We're on the West. That that explains everything. So that's everything. why the, the garage is flipped. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks. I'm glad you thought about that. Okay. Good. I feel better now. Yeah. Oh, and the belly dancer, getting back to her, she was important. She had a sparkle belly button. She like did. that girl in the fanfic we read in the last show. That's right. That's right. The so those belly. of you who are working on finishing that story for us, belly dancer is good. She could be a belly dancer. Yeah. That would be all right. Um, so I'm trying to remember what happened in the movie. Gosh, there's so much plot. Well, there, there was the, the plot where, uh, No, there's not plot. There's a lot going on and there's really strange clothes. Okay. Um, <laughs> there, there's the thing where, um, Karate Pete shows up and demands a piece of whatever action that, um, William Shatner is getting out of the town. Listeners, Which, I wish you could have been here to see how excited we got. <laughs> As it got closer and closer <laughs> to the infamous car wash scene. Which took place in the El Dorado car wash. <laughs> Who names their car wash the El Dorado? Because your car comes out as shiny it as is gold. gold. <laughs> oh my god, the El Dorado car wash. And it was just as weird and slow <laughs> and messed up as I remember it being. But... Those of you, again, will remember when we put up that screenshot of Bill's butt that was taken with my camera on the uh-huh. TV screen. We're going to have to redo that so now yeah. that we have a DVD version. Ooh. Nice, sharp, clear shot of Bill's butt. Also, because we're on DVD, so much of this was shot in that crappy day for night where things become very um, indistinct. But on the DVD, it's much clearer. Mm-hmm. And so some of the scenes where he's running... <gasps> but total butt. Oh. I think we're going to have to do a whole page of screen caps from this. Yeah. Mostly butt shots. And also the scene when he's, <clears throat> um, he comes to the house of, <laughs> no, I was thinking of when he comes to the house to, to be formally introduced to Tina for the first time mm-hmm. and, and the mother doesn't know that the daughter's <laughs> already met him. And she says, 
I want you to meet Matt Stone. And it cuts to this <laughs> shot of him wearing the pimpest, <laughs> pimpetest clothes ever. Wearing my mother's hat. Wearing your mother's hat and lapels about eight inches wide and contrast piping on his suit. <laughs> and a shirt that doesn't go with a, anything else. Like a else. paisley shirt that doesn't match anything else. Oh my, we just laughed over that, that for about is, five minutes. Okay, really, really, I think, worst hat Bill ever wore. It's very bad. It's very bad hat. And the only thing that could make it worse would be, well, maybe a little feather I in it. I was going to say a feather. <laughs> but also, if he had worn it with the circus strongman outfit. <laughs> they probably considered that at some point. <laughs> oh, my God, because that was done by Mass Brothers of Florida. Oh, God, the red pants. Oh tight red pants oh my god and you know what else people there were some nice basket shots there were yeah definitely um so other stuff happened and i can't even remember what happened in the plot just lots of things happen and and people get killed but they're not really killed and um (laughs) (laughs) and i don't know i think i think bill was on lsd in some of this i agree and you pointed out quite accurately that towards the end of the movie when bill's supposed to be going really insane he's wearing the same makeup that um david johansson had in the scrooged movie that's right he's playing a zombie <laughs> that's right he's also i really now i almost wish we could get a hold of the script the shooting <laughs> script because I want to know if the dialogue where he and Tina have their argument and his lines are things like, oh, yeah, <laughs> and just pointing at her and making faces. It, is that because Bill totally forgot his line and they couldn't reshoot and they said no matter what happens, keep going. So he's just really badly improvising crap. Or did somebody write that? Maybe it was a mixture of both. Okay. He just, at some point, I think you're right, he probably did just start improvising that, and they just kept the film rolling, because they couldn't afford to retake anything, clearly. anything. anything. It was all done. First take in the can. Oh, but there is a beautiful, like, just a prime classic, Shatner Swallow. (sighs) That was a great swallow, and we were sort of anticipating it, which Mm -hmm. made it that much better when it actually happened. We also noticed that Bill does a a version of the Shatner Swallow with a cigarette. Mm -hmm. Whenever he lights a cigarette, which he does a lot in this movie. And so I'm going, hmm, this confirms my theory that he's very oral. Orally fixated, totally. Yes, in a very good way. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. And then, um, not to spoil it for anybody, but he dies at the end. Yeah. Oh, sorry about that. But he can still do voiceover. (laughs) After he gets... uh, and and in a completely ironic twist, <gasps> wasn't it? This though? was so ironic. Well, so then the, the yeah. sword did go up, and it yeah. was at the fourth act, not the third act. Um, Tina kills him with a sword, just like the way he killed that horrible rapist sailor at the very beginning of the movie. And then we see this great shot of Tina and her mother <laughs> across the room, oh, her from mother, each other, her mother who has just taken her head out of the fish tank. <laughs> Where Bill tried to drown her. And they're probably goldfish stuck in her hairspray, <laughs> poor things. But they're staring at each other, and we're hearing this, but neither one appears to be making the sounds. And then they finally they <laughs> run to each together. other and hug, and, and Tina cries and cries and cries. And, <laughs> and then the mother starts leading her out of the house. There's Bill's body, and there's Ruth Roman's body, you know, on the floor. Uh-huh. And just as they're about to go out of the door, Tina just turns and points and goes, ah! and then they leave. I was like, 
Okay, that was the capper. This it totally was. weird movie needed was just a pointless scream at the end. It was. It was like a punctuation mark that just ended this movie. <laughs> oh, and uh, there was also a wonderful scene in a funeral parlor that took place on <laughs> Valentine's Day, apparently. <laughs> and I guess when people are in mourning, you can run through and scream and stumble through mm-hmm. and... Nobody says anything Nobody or calls the cops notices, or nothing. Nobody says no. anything. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. They just kind of stare. So um, I think one of the best things about having it on DVD, besides the screen caps, is that we get to redo um, the music <laughs> because we just love that music. Oh. The drums and him going, Tina, get back here. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going we're gonna to get that. That's yeah, and that also has, you know, the wonderful... As we said, um, the, the classic Shatner reading, my mother died when I was very young. My father <laughs> did the best he could. I had an English nanny. You know, just... <laughs> classic. Oh, and it also has the line, hold my hot dog. <laughs> Probably the filthiest thing he's ever said in a movie. Oh man, this is this is just. I'm so glad we got to see it again and got the DVD, saw the whole thing. It's true, and you know, I have to say, on the back of the DVD package, it says "absolute must viewing for William Shatner fans," and I agree with that two hundred percent. Truer words were never spoken. Oh, it just—it's so good, so very good. So this is a, a repackaging done by some no-name company, Braun Media Services. And, um, you know, it looks pretty good for a crappy movie transferred to cheap DVD, mm-hmm. good color and all that kind of stuff. It hung up a little bit at the end, but that's yeah. okay. But we were just reading the credits at that point. And this was a movie where, um, as we were watching the credits, we remembered from seeing it last time, this is one of those movies where everybody has, like, three different things. Like, mm-hmm. they're the sound mixer and the best boy. Mm-hmm. And the caterer. And the caterer. Yeah. Are all the same person. Mm-hmm. And also... <laughs> Uh, people's names are misspelled. There was one where there was no space between the first and last name. This was like, just amazing. <sighs> I feel, I feel very satisfied now that yeah. we got to see that on DVD. Yeah. That was awesome. That was D- good. Did you buy this on eBay or just somewhere no, else? No, no. I don't even remember how we got to talking about it, but I just, uh, Googled it, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I typed in, I think, Impulse Shatner DVD. And one of the first things that came up was this. It was from a website called Best Prices. Mm-hmm. And it cost $5. And with the shipping, it came to $7. Wow. And the interesting thing is, after that were the links to eBay, and they were more. Hmm. Well, if any, I'm just thinking, if anybody out there wants to get a copy of it, perhaps before going to eBay, try what you did. Yeah. And just type it into Google and see if you can find a, a, one of these copies somewhere for five dollars. Because or go to Best Prices. Yeah, that, that was the name of the place. Well, it's so worth five dollars. Oh, classic hours and hours of enjoyment. Yes, and screen capping and screen capping. and sound capping and, yeah. and butt. Oh my God, butt, 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 butt all over the place. Yeah. <sighs> That was great. Now, the only thing that could have made it better would have been commentary by Bill. Yeah. Going, is that me? I don't remember her. Oh, I wait. I think I remember her. I'm pretty sure I did her. Yeah. yeah I must have done her. Yeah, I remember that car. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> it was fun. It was a good car to drive, and I did a couple of them in the back seat because it was a big yeah. back seat. Yeah. Yeah. That I remember. And you know what? That motel room where they filmed, that was actually his room. <laughs> it had to double. I think you're right. And I bet he got to keep those clothes at the end, too. Ooh. <laughs> yep. So that was impulse for the second time, something we just really needed to do. Well... Absolutely. Well, I think our work on impulse is done now. I think so. We've we've delved into it as far as one could, <laughs> and and lived to tell and the lived tale. Lived to tell the tale. Woo! <laughs> All right. I think that's going to wrap it up for now. Um, and we'll be back next time with more Bill and more Trek and more more everything. More sex toys. More news. It never ends. And and hopefully more wonderful stuff from all of you. Yeah. So get on that homework, eh? <laughs> eh. <laughs> 